You're listening to Orange County's only station with critical business information, Critical Mass, with your host, Rick Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. This business talk show airs live on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 4 p.m. and Thursdays at our special time at 3 p.m. All of our shows can be heard exclusively here on octalkradio.net, Orange County's only community radio station. We are broadcasting from the state-of-the-art studios in the text-based facilities in Costa Mesa. If you're listening to our show as a podcast, we encourage you to consider listening to our shows live during our broadcast times. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Succession Strategies, Smart Business Magazine, Decision Toolbox, and Smart Stop Self Storage, for sponsoring our program. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs and business owners, to make better and more informed business decisions. If you're listening to the program today expecting to hear my interview with John Gardner, who is principal of Gardner Consulting, well, just hold on. He'll be on a little bit later in the interview. Our first guest today is Eric Barnes. He is CEO and co-founder of Core Water. I've asked him to join the show to discuss Core Water's vision and the differentiated product offerings they've created. Core Water creates iconic, design-driven hydration products that celebrate water. Eric, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Richard. Tell me a little bit about your professional path, your entrepreneurial spirit, what you did that led you up to starting Core Water. Really come full circle. And uh, in college, I became an entrepreneur out of necessity. I was selling T-shirts at, at Princeton University to help pay for tuition. Dad said, figure it out. You know, that's right. about all the money I've got. Okay. Uh, and there I, I got a good grounding in being an entrepreneur. But uh, that led me into, um, you know, graduating and then going on into careers in investment banking and management consulting. Uh, I had a, a, a stint at HBO and EMI. And so I've done the management thing, but but I was always an inner entrepreneur trying to come out. And it, it took me to about my mid-30s where I had the courage to go out and uh, do it, it on my take, own. It does take courage, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It does. It does. So I came down to Orange County and run a tech services firm. Okay. And it was a wild ride. This is the the first dot com, and we were we were selling the picks and shovels to all the dot coms that wanted to buy them. Okay. That exposure just really uh, convinced me I, I was an entrepreneur. And uh, since that time, I've started three companies, and uh, of course, like my third or fourth, and I love the experience. So we have a serial entrepreneur on the radio show here today, ladies and gentlemen. I love teachable moments, learning opportunities for the guests. They're business owners and executives who are either in business with their own business or they're looking at starting a business. So stay tuned. I'm sure there'll be some conversations that Eric and I are going to have in the next 20 minutes that you can learn from. Let's talk about your firm. I did a little bit on the open about Core Water, but as a co-founder, give us a sense for the company, the space. What makes Core Water different in your industry? Right. So, you know, we call it sustainable hydration, which is, is sort of our made-up term for what this category is, because really it's starting to form before our very eyes. Core offers design-driven products, filter, contain, and enhance the water you drink. Okay, so what does that mean? So today we make a line of design-driven hydration vessels, also known as reusable water bottles, uh, that are very iconic, as you mentioned, and, right. and design-driven both in form and function. Uh, and we've also extended that into uh, filtration. So we have a filtered bottle on the market, hmm. and we are sold through major U.S. retailers online and now in 50 countries around the world. 50 countries? 50 countries, and that's that's up from 20 last year. That's amazing that entrepreneurs, okay, ring the gong, Paul, Paul's our engineer, that entrepreneurs can get into not only a national footprint, but an international distribution footprint through different channels. So give me a sense for how are you and your partner able to get into so many markets so quickly with Core Water? 
Well, I think the Internet's a big part of that. So when you make a um, product that touches a nerve, in our case, it was in 2008, we launched our first bottle. It was called the Core One Hydration Vessel. It was over the top, uh, very iconic. It didn't look like a water bottle. It's been called the WTF bottle uh-huh. because it, you get stopped and people say, what is that? And images of that went online on the Internet. And the next thing we knew, sort of Gizmodo and Engadget and Boing Boing, all these popular blogs uh-huh. started covering it. And within within days, the world was sort of aware of Corp was on the market. So what that did is set off a lot of inbound sort of interest uh, oh. from distributors and what I also call the shiny emails. As an entrepreneur, you get captivated by people <laughs> that want to do business with you. Right. And the danger is, you know, you all of a sudden, you know, you chase all those. Uh, so we had a little of that in our first year or two of business. But certainly, I think making a relevant product that uh, that gets attention and in today's age attracts attention because uh, the world's flat and it's tech- technology, you know, enabled. And so we were able to respond to a lot of these and suss out uh, who were good distributors, who weren't, and then slowly but surely, you know, get our learning curve up and running on how to onboard them and um, and grow our market. It must have been exciting, and still is, I'm sure, that so many people responded so positively to your concepts. Because you really are a differentiated platform product in your space, right? I mean, you're creating a space. You're creating your own terminology for your space. That's right. And I think that speaks to kind of uh, what Core brings to the table that's that's sort of different from, you know, established players. So I came into this with a background, like I said, in media and in consulting and, and technology. Had never made a, a physical good before. Mm-hmm. But you reach an age, you know, where you have enough confidence in yourself as an entrepreneur. I wanted this product. I wanted a great design, reusable water bottle. So you go to the store, you know, Sports Chalet or one of the others. And the rack back in 2008 was all camping gear. And I could buy Fiji and Voss and all these beautiful sort of bottled waters. And I kept reading news. Everyone's just all upset about bottled water. Well, it's hard to compete with that when you're selling stories from water around the world and you've got great packaging. And, and the alternative is, you know, take this canteen and fill it up at the at the tap. It's a non-starter. Right. So I wanted a great product. Uh, I spent three years, way too much time, but I hired one of the best industrial design firms. They're called RKS. Uh, they were on the cover of Business Week. Went up to Thousand Oaks and said, here's my idea. I want to create something that changes the whole topic of what a reusable can be. And that really set you know, in motion what Core became, which was, was seeing something with new eyes that others missed. So how does that continue to live today in your product portfolio? I guess if I were, and I am, an entrepreneur, I would say, was it easier to be unique the first time? Or is it easier to replicate that uniqueness by coming up with new designs, different features, keep building on what you what your platform was? Does that make sense? What I'm asking is yeah. it getting harder or is it easier now? No, it's a great it's a great question, and I, I think it's always a balance because you often want to fit in with established sort of channels and competitors and 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 how they do business. So whether that's lining up at retail and going through you know distributors or you know selling wholesale or or even your product and your price points and and sort of the feature set, it's easy just sort of to noodle something. Uh, we started with something that was very provocative and it sent us sort of way out left field. So part of our strategy was how do we get a little bit more center okay. without though compromising our ethos, which was about being provocative, uh, disruptive, and using design as a motivator to drink out of a reusable. And you must have to bring that spirit into the culture as your company continues to grow. I know you, I've been to your uh, location, one of your locations in Aliso Viejo. You have quite a a staff. I know you have a a global footprint as well. So how, how does that challenge of keeping a unique culture that's looking to be differentiated work when you're bringing on more staff and it's no longer you and your co-founder? 
you know, we interview very thoroughly. I've learned, you know, over time the life lesson of, of sort of just hiring out of convenience. So we, we attract people, I think, first and foremost, that get the sort of soul of what Core is about. So we market a line of reusable water bottles, but we are not a water bottle company. And what I mean by that is we lead with our mission to celebrate and treasure water, and we take that, and that, that infuses sort of the soul into our product. So, mm-hmm. so the product has always got sort of this, this beacon that says, is, is this putting water on a pedestal? Are we being iconic? Are we t- taking the consumer down a path here where when they're using this product and peeling away the layers, they're going to experience it, they're going to love it, they're going to talk about it, and they're also going to know that this is a product that gave back. And I would think that would then turn your clients into evangelists, hopefully, when people see a unique design bottle that they're using, they've got to question it, and hopefully they're out evangelizing your products as well. Yeah, I, I think, and that's one of the that's one of the sort of uh, competitive attributes of Core, which is to say enlist our consumer as an advocate. So we like to say water needs an advocate, right? Who's going to stand up for water, <laughs> right? Say, you know, Houston, we got a problem. Right. The whole Earth has a has a water problem. That's true. So our consumer does a great job at telling the story of water, and we we message that even in our in our hang tag that you have a you have a job to do, and that is if if you have a chance to talk about this product. Let's talk about critical water issues. Wow. Okay. Well, we're going to take our first commercial break. I'm speaking with Eric Barnes, who is co-founder of CORE, spelled K-O-R, water. And we're going to come back, and I have other questions for him. But stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back in just a few minutes after these commercial words from our sponsors. Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely, ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's Succession-Strategies.com got stuff to the right, more stuff to the left. Got enough stuff, but I can't take a step. So I smart stopped and took a minute to think. I need a little better spot, not under the sink. With smart stop, I leave the stress at the door. Cause it's the smarter way to store. Smart stop bucks the system. Your first month's rent is just a buck. Your next three months are half off. Call 888-97-STORAGE and mention this station. Goodbye clutter, hello floors. Smart stop, the smarter way to store. When you use the Premier Rewards Gold Card from American Express, the rewards points can keep on multiplying. Buy three with triple points on airfare. Buy two with double points on gas and groceries. And a single point for pretty much every other dollar you spend on the card. Then, start choosing from over a million rewards to redeem all those points. Apply today and the annual fee for the first year is on us. Call 1-800-AXP-GOLD or visit AXPGOLD.com. The annual fee for the card is $175. See terms, conditions, and restrictions at AXPGOLD.com. 
And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. We'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our show as a podcast. In the last 30 days, you've downloaded over 12,000 episodes of the Critical Mass Radio Show series. We here at the program truly appreciate your continued support. All of our shows can be heard live here on Internet Radio Station, octalkradio.net, or rebroadcast anytime from Apple iTunes, Stitcher, and other podcasting services. As I said, our guest is Eric Barnes. He is co-founder of Core Water. And while we were on commercial break, we started a conversation about the role of crowdfunding. And so could you give our audience a little sense for why you and your partner decided to use crowdfunding and sort of how that worked for Core Water? Sure. You know, it was kind of funny because we, we watched the crowdfunding sort of rise on Kickstarter and Indiegogo with, with uh, you know, some... Um, you know, dismay just just over the past couple of years, and and it's it's really been amazing. And I think you know we're on our sixth product now. So we had this product in development. It's called the Core Nava. It's a, a filtered reusable bottle, and uh, it it embraces everything we 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 think about design and function. And so it was still a little bit off from being being launched. And one of the challenges when you launch a new product every time is how are we going to let the world know about it. So certainly what you do is, you know, the product release cycle is really upside down. You go and you spend a lot of time researching something, you know, and what you think is a good product. You then develop it, then you manufacture a ton of them, and then you show up and say, who wants it? So crowdfunding was was really a brilliant idea, which was for Core. We were already a very uh, uh, consumer-driven brand where we, we, you know, we go straight with our water advocates and we talk with them, and we're not afraid of having people in our kitchen giving us advice and feedback. So we were able to uh, do a kick, Kickstarter. And we launched that in, in April. We did a film around Nava and we called it the bottle water killer. And basically, mm-hmm. you know, it was the final thing that people were waiting for to really kill bottled water because, uh, in our opinion, there, there really hasn't been a great reusable filtered bottle yet. So we had fun with that. We did a, we did a, we did a film and in 30 days we raised nearly $300,000. Jeez. I know. In uh, 30 days. In 30 days. So, so we had over 4,000 backers, amazing backers that gave us great feedback. I mean, there were product insights. There were all sorts of things that we learned from it. And it was also great for marketing the product months ahead of it being released, which which happened uh, last week. That is so exciting. And it's a great way to get right to your community and build the relationship that transcends, I think, I don't know. I mean, it's just they're invested more than just a customer. They're a partner on a consumer level, which just blows me away. Right, right. So, so the world is clearly changing, and we see that from Facebook, Instagram, and now Snapchat. You know, right. turning down three billion. Yeah, it's happening. the The clock cycle on this stuff is faster than ever, and I think the same thing with product development is weaving your 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 consumer. They want to be part of you know these product launches, and so if you can find the right way to sort of engage them, they're they're ready and willing to be called up for duty, mm-hmm. sponsor your product, and then there's something about carrying around a product and saying, "I made this." <laughs> yeah. I made this happen. I was on the ground floor of this one. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that is so cool. And it dis- disintermediates some of the finance people who would you'd have to go to for $300,000. And it dis- disintermediates a little bit the channel that you would be holding to to prove that there's a demand for your product. When you have that kind of success on Kickstarter, it sort of just blows the door. I would think it blows the doors open on demand. It does on so many levels. So, so you you get you get media attention, you get distribution requests, you get retail requests. You've got consumers who are trying the product early, so you're getting feedback, getting um, 
all sorts of information about colors and, and, and things around the package. You know, and, and not so much just intermediating. I think companies still have to raise capital. But the thing about it is for a product like this, for us to, to go out and raise a bunch of money um, just to launch it is is uh, is not the best use of our of our equity. Right. And so we're able to, I think, with a Kickstarter, we're going to do another one in the first quarter for a new product platform we have. It's a great tool, again, to raise awareness, to get early adopters, you know, and then use your equity for, for what it really needs to be done, you know, is, is growth capital. Final question in this area on crowdfunding. What was the impact on the organization when they see how enthused people are about your next platform? It's great. So both our employees right. who lived it every day and, and, and Kickstarter is like being on tour. It's like it's like packing up the, the truck and going on tour because it, it did take us offline from a lot of other activities. But every day that you're in that, that campaign, there's communication, there are updates. We did video updates. I mean, much like we're doing a radio show here, we had a video channel going where we said, let's have fun with this. And we, we got our little iPhone. We got it set up on a tripod. And every day we it was, hey, this is Eric and Paul. And just want to give you an update, Kickstarter. Here's what... You you know, here's where we are. Here's what we're doing, and uh, we had a lot of fun with it. So it was like it was like a uh, uh, a broadcasting channel, and it it also stimulated, like I said, a lot of retail interest. You know, in in the product because it's vetted. I can go to a retailer and they can look at that Kickstarter page and see success. Yeah, so yeah. some some uh, reticent buyer at some big box store you that's probably right. let, me, let me show you maybe right. you don't understand let me show you how what the community is talking that, about right that, that's right in a friendly way of course you know as you're talking eric i i can't help but think of oakley and a recent conference that i had where you know we had the the ceo of oakley colin baden there talking about his culture and talking about kind of how they approach the market i hear so many similarities in your vision to what he was describing as oakley can, can i ask you a question about oakley and, and and have you looked at them at all as an example or how do you relate to oakley and the oakley brand that's a great question, and they are definitely one of the, the the pillars from which you know Core I think was forged. It was it was that instrumental. We look at what Oakley has done from when they started, which which was also you know they did hand grips and then they went to goggles and and it just sort of evolved. But what's been consistent is using design, both in aesthetic design but also performance, and putting those two together combined with storytelling to sort of go off and create their own sort of like you said before language their own their own sort of approach so it's it's unconventional and they kind of say we're going here if you want to go with us come along right. we're not going to just run to town center and say hey we've got three for a dollar and i think that sort of spirit of oakley is what infuses core with what we're doing about about water we're we're, we're talking about a serious topic here everyone needs a water but we're talking about it in a way it's design driven it's it's performance gear it's stuff that is is actually works it's good but it's also you know for a good cause and so you know we've looked at oakley and and and, and their path and other brands like nixon and and certainly you know there are a lot of brands out there method in the, in the cleaning products space mm-hmm. that we try to take some some inspiration because because it's uh it's a lot of fun doing what we do but but riffing off you know what's outside right and and oakley is a great example too because they show that that can scale that attitude, that brand, that commitment to being unique and different, have a differentiation, you can scale that to a global, international, multi-billion dollar footprint if you stay true to your original belief system, I, I take it. Totally. And that's and that's the great thing about being international is we're able to have all these touch points. Our Brazilian distributor just last uh, two weeks ago launched a kiosk in the middle of the largest mall in Rio 
and it's mm. got Coors DNA. It looks like a little Apple store in the middle of the floor, filled with all our, you know, hydration vessels. Uh, women in sort of like white lab coats, almost like it's a Clinique counter. <laughs> And they How can't cool keep the, they can't keep the bottles in stock, and so it's it's fun because they, on their own initiative, went and developed this retail presence. We don't even have one here in the U.S., wow. but we're starting to see this propagate, and and uh, you know they're speaking our brand just by being around it, which, well, you is, know, which we, is great. we got about four or five minutes left, but th- when you say that, that makes me think how important it is to select your partners like your employees, because if they don't really understand the essence of your DNA and what you're doing at core, they could with the best intentions, position something in the market that is counter to what you want. That sounds like it fit perfectly with your with your brand and your culture. But if you don't pick your cult, your international partners well, you might end up with a kind of a problem in the market that you didn't intend. Yeah, you know, and it brings me back to when I was when I was in B school, there was a class on international sort of marketing. And, you know, one of the case studies, you always get the Harvard Business School case studies that right. you have to solve. And one of them is just, I don't know if it was Epson, com- Computer, or somebody. Um, it, but the bottom line was how you control your brand and all these other markets because you have local differences, but you've got a, a global brand. And then how do you sort of, you know, manage the two so that you keep it consistent. And it's all great in sort of academia, but when you get there on the front line, it's actually really tough because uh, while you're vetting distributors, maybe for the commercial wherewithal, you know, the marketing side of it is is is, is a challenge as well. Is So we, we do a pretty good job for a small company downloading you know our our sort of hymnal, what our what our style guide is, our brand book, our our ethos. We have uh, an extranet, we have a wiki for our, you know, and we share stuff across countries. So when something works in one country, we mm. share that with other distributors, and we find that that helps keep everyone on the same sort of page. And it's interesting, and probably um, feels good for you and your co- co-founder as well to know that what your vision is for your water vessels, hydration vessels, plays internationally. It's not just a Western culture, U.S., Southern California, Orange County kind of right. thing, right? That's right. I mean, the, the the joke is, you know, the problem with water is everyone needs it. So it's a it's a global, you know, market right. for sure. And I think the other thing, is, uh, as Apple has shown, is uh, people get design. Design translates any language. Right. So when you make a, a an aesthetically pleasing, you know, striking product and it's got good function, uh, I think that certainly helps. And, um, you know, I think the world is flatter than ever, like I said, through technology and travel. Well, your, your company and your track record and, and skyrocketing success, I think, reinforces that point. i got about two minutes left sure. with you, Eric. Tell me about the future. Where do you see Core Water? I'm going to have you back at some point in the future. What are we going to be talking about relative to your, your company and the brand and the products? Can you give us some sight for what you guys see as the future? Yeah, so I think... It's, it's a lot of fun right now because we've gotten into filtration. So this Nava filtered reusable bottle, it's the first bottle that will come actually with a filter subscription. So believe it or not, other players in this market, they, they sell their bottle, but they may sell filters a la carte, but no one's got an easy-to-use online subscription. And the, 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 the thing the consumer wants really at the end of the day is good, clean, filtered water. Right. So we see water almost as a service provider. Whereas you're not buying this Nava bottle and you're not buying, you know, the filters. What you're really trying to buy is access to clean filtered water. And so how do we make that really easy for you as a service? So we see all sorts of opportunities in that. We're starting this filter subscription for the Nava. We have an in-kitchen uh, device coming out next year hmm. that, uh, you know, a la SodaStream or Keurig K-Cup, we've got right. something up our sleeves that will allow the consumer to sort of, you know, make their own water 
and uh, that also will have a subscription, you know, with it and, and, and this relationship, this direct relationship with the brand. So we're real excited about that uh, and the international possibilities. Well, having a subscription-based business is nice, too, especially when you're a product company because it smooths out, you know what I'm saying, it just brings in this root it's passive a, revenue in some ways. So. It does. It's a win-win, but it's al- it's almost like a moral imperative for this bottle. If I give you a filtered reusable bottle but don't take care of where you get replacements, <laughs> yeah. it's it's a paperweight. Right. right. So you, you need you need someone to come to you and say, we're going to make it easy. And that's what we're trying to do, because we don't have a massive retail footprint uh, where you can just go down to the store and pick up a, a replacement filter. So tell me and our audience if they want to learn more about Core Water. How do they do that online, Eric? Real easy. So certainly we're right here in Aliso Viejo. You can go to our website. It's www.corewater, K-O-R water.com if you want to reach out by email just send hello at corewater.com and i'll get it and certainly other people on our team will get it and we'd love to follow up with you i guess i didn't ask you maybe some people are wondering about the name can you share with us the uh the genesis of the name core core water yeah so it, it does have deep meaning you know core is a play on the word core which is you know the the, the center part of anything and our vision was we saw a consumer that wanted to do the right thing. They wanted to live in balance with the environment. They want to sort of, uh, you know, do good things, but also they want to, they want to have a good experience. And so core is all about speaking to that inner core that's inside everyone. But, you know, you can't ask people to, to do too much. You've got to sort of meet them halfway. And that's, that's hence the name. Well, thanks for being on the show. Time has flown by. I appreciate your time. Thanks for being a friend of the program, and welcome to our community. Thanks for having me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Eric Burns, or that is Eric Burns. He's sitting here right across from me. He co-founder of Core Water. We're going to take a short commercial time out, as well as a little bit of a news break. And when we come back, as I said at the top of the show, John Gardner of Gardner Consulting will be our second guest here on Critical Mass Radio Show. we be right back after these words. There's something happening out there today. All across America, we're seeing encouraging signs of economic recovery. Businesses are once again thinking about new growth, and new opportunities are emerging. But it raises the question, is your company positioned to take full advantage of the economic recovery and the opportunities it presents? Maybe it's time to ask, how has the recession impacted your business model? Is your business as relevant as it once was? Should you consider entering new markets or expanding into new categories? And what do customers really value about their relationship with you? The golden thread through all these questions and the answer to each and every one of them can be found in just one place. Your brand. It's much deeper than your logo and much bigger than your advertising. Your brand is the enabler of your entire business strategy. Rikas Baird is a brand strategy firm that can help. They specialize in business branding. They've helped hundreds of companies from startups to Fortune 500 leverage their brands to drive growth. They can do the same for yours. It's really quite simple. Find out more, just visit brandingbusiness.com. That's www.brandingbusiness.com. And plant the seed for economic growth.
If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sounding board to test ideas and concepts, review plan and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. And at the end of the day, the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. So United Way is asking you to make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Be a reader. Tutor or mentor. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge now at liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Our target demographic of the people that listen to our radio show are business owners and executives of firms with revenues between $2 million and $30 million. 80% of our listening audience are here in Southern California. 20% are across the U.S., if not global. If your firm is looking to reach these top decision makers with your marketing message, then advertising on Critical Mass Radio Show Series may be the answer. If you'd like to learn more about advertising on Critical Mass and the Critical Mass radio show series, then contact us through calling our advertising department at 949-887-4104. That's 949-887-4104. Ask for the sales department. We appreciate you listening to our show. You are listening to a live broadcast here on Critical Mass radio show and want to let you know that our second guest john gardner who's principal for gardner Cons- uh, consulting is unable to join with us this afternoon it appears and so we're not going to be going on much longer i did want to let you know that we were notified this week that the los angeles press club for their sixth annual journalism and entertainment awards have selected a recent interview that we did with ken mater kenneth mater about crowdsource funding and so we're very proud <clears throat> to have been selected and recognize. Paul, do you want to add anything to that conversation? I just think this whole notion of crowdfunding is so incredibly cool, and there are so many people talking about it. It started off with people like Ken Mater doing uh, crowdfunding for movies and records and other things like that, uh, creative projects. So you got to participate, you got to be in the movie, you got to be on set, and, and now it's grown to like today's guest here, where he created these cool, high-design, very functional filtered water bottles to replace just regular bottled water that you can go as he said you've got uh, 1.3 million refilling stations already set up around the country here they're called water fountains and nobody uses them anymore here so it it, it was a great story today but the bigger story is crowdfunding i think yeah and that's something that um, we're going to be thinking about here the production staff has been talking about how do we expose more of our critical mass radio show audience to the concept of crowdfunding to see how you might be able to take advantage of it in your existing business and so be listening for future announcements in that area because we've got some 
very interesting ideas. I'd love to get some feedback from the audience to see if they have any interest in this topic. I would think a lot of people would because it allows you, without any capital or very little capital, you obviously have to have the prototype and prove proof of concept first. But once you get your gadget or gadget down, the guy the other day, an electric bike, that's not how he raised money for his company, Pedigo, but something like that. Any of these cool, cutting-edge things, you're not sure if there's a market for it. It's a great way to get people, to uh, citizen investors, to participate, and then to create that buzz, as he talked about. So we're to, to that point, I'm looking to gain awareness for Southern California organizations, companies, firms that have used crowdfunding for either a project or product or something. And so if you are listening to the show either live today or as a podcast on iTunes, Stitchers, etc., and you say, hey, I did that, or I know someone who did that, right. please come to my website, criticalmass4forbusiness.com, criticalmass4business.com. There's a contact page. Reach out to me through the info, and I will be happy to talk with you because maybe you'll end up being a panelist or something that we're yeah. going to be putting together Radio here later. Radio show, panelist for a conference. I, I think there's more in this that needs to be explored. I did listen to one that the, um, not Tech Host Angels, but one of the groups like that in the Inland Empire um, put on a year ago, and it talked. To, they had some attorneys and stuff talking about you know how you structure these things and do that, but... I, I didn't hear any great examples like you've been using, and I'd love to hear more. I'd okay. love to hear. So you, if you're listening live, you're hearing it first. We're hatching an idea as we're broadcasting, yeah, which right. is the next uh, event may be called The Secret to Crowdfunding, and you'll be getting an invitation to it. If you'd like to attend and learn how crowdfunding might benefit your business, then reach out to me as well so I can add you to our guest list so that you'll be. Uh, I'll make sure to invite you to the event. I don't even know where it's going to be. Yeah. I don't know when it's going to be. Tell us if you're interested. But we're going to have one. Like. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have one. All right. Right. Well, on that note, I'm going to thank our engineer for today, who is also our co-host here for the second half, Paul Roberts. <laughs> our producer is Rachel Franzi. Our guest coordinator is Kathleen Shepard. And I am your host, Rick Franzi. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Succession Strategies, Smart Business Magazine, Smart Stop Self Storage, and Decision Toolbox. <clears throat> Until the next show, this is your host, Rick Franzi, saying I hope all of your decisions move your company in a positive direction. You've been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show right here in Orange County's only community radio station, OCTalkRadio.net.